0: Forgiveness is hard because forgiveness means suffering. Oh. When we're canceling debt by forgiving someone, we're doing that at personal expense. Right. Yeah. And that's painful. But suffering was at the heart of who Jesus was. The greatest example of forgiveness that we have is Jesus forgiving those who executed him and all of humanity literally while hanging on a cross. Yeah. We need Jesus's help to make this happen. Right. We can't <laughs> bear the weight of all that suffering. The glorious truth is Jesus already has.
1: Welcome to the Real Talk Podcast from Real FM. Here's Anson, Kara, and Isaac.
2: Welcome to the Real Talk <laughs> Podcast, where we get real about pop culture and faith. This is Isaac, by the way. I'm here with Anson (laughs) Hello, and Kara. What's up? What's up, guys? (laughs) This is episode two of season five. We keep doing these things and no one has stopped us yet. That's right. (laughs) So we press on. (laughs) That's the reason right there. Any
1: minute now, someone's going to break down the door. (laughs) Did
2: you guys not? (laughs) (laughs) This week, we are talking about forgiveness. For me, this is one of those issues where like on the surface, I go, Forgiveness is great. Yeah. This is so good. Right. I love you. Yeah. I love me. So like it's this warm, fuzzy warm, thing. Fuzzy yes. Feeling. And I feel like this is one of those values that both Christianity and the culture at large embrace until we really start thinking about it. Forgiveness is super easy right up until someone steals your bike. And then then you're like, nope, it's pitchfork time. They're like, let's go. What the heck, dude? That was my bike. No, you didn't. And I'm in a place right now where forgiveness has been at the front of my mind. And I kind of want to open with this quote from Scott Savage. He said, when the subject of forgiveness surfaced in a discussion group, it was as if a bomb had gone off. People seemed to be loving and gracious at first. But then it turned into angry, frustrated people who mm. refused to budge on forgiveness. Mm. He wow. says the amount of unresolved anger and bitterness just under the surface was incredibly shocking. When someone brings up forgiveness and how important it
0: is, and that first instinct is to say, yeah, but you don't understand what yeah. this person <laughs> <Right>? did. <Yep. laughs> yeah. That's kind of the
2: giveaway yeah. right there that we've got some work to do. There's in this area. There's a lot to talk about in this. We'll get to that in just a little bit. First, we're going to hop into real life boss level. Learning new things and being very uncomfortable, feeling dumb. Oh, oh that's the worst. <laughs> so we work for a university. We work under John Brown University. We're mm-hmm. kind of like a sister, twice removed, of the University <laughs> of, of that. Okay. for our radio station. Awesome. Because of that, we get a free class every semester. I'm trying to prevent post-grad brain rot, so I'm doing a class this time. Good for you. Yeah, wow. it's pretty cool. I'm very uncomfortable I'm not oh. sleeping. Um, I'm, <laughs> sleeping. Taking, I'm taking a computer programming class. Oh my goodness. And this is like the polar opposite of where my job normally lands in. Yeah. My job is creative social mm. media director. I deal with numbers with you, Anson, on like stats and stuff yeah. like that. But it's way but like different. basic stuff. Yeah. With a calculator. It's yeah. way different. And I creative brain is not number oriented. Oh, like man, I'm going like ya. let's sit in a field and think about songs. <laughs> 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 and literally yes. last weekend, it was input this quadratic equation into C. And I was like, oh no. Uh, I, I almost started crying. Do you uh, remember
0: uh, the quadratic
2: no formula? I don't blame you. I remember that there is such a thing as yeah. the <laughs> quadratic formula. No, I don't oh. remember it at all. And my poor lab partners are like these two great young engineers. And I'm like, oh gosh, hey, I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not just being dramatic i will take this project (laughs) this is up to me oh so i'm in a stage right now where it's both incredibly rewarding Mm. to feel like i'm actually learning a new thing yeah but at the same time i am truly going into something i've never done before oh man and it's so hard i mean i've got to give you credit for walking in the door uh
1: yeah because
0: i feel like that's the hardest part for me feeling incompetent is one of the worst it's things so in bad. the world to me it's so yes. like yes. i i can almost think of nothing worse to me than mm. feeling incompetent yeah and i almost always do anything i can to avoid that <laughs> yeah, so if i sense there's an opportunity yeah. there's something where i think there's even a chance i might yeah be presented as incompetent uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. i run the opposite direction <laughs> yep. like I'm yep. not even gonna try that <laughs> because fair. i know it could turn out bad and this was a habit of mine even as a kid like mm. i figured out pretty quickly here's the stuff i'm good at Here's the stuff I'm not as good at. Yeah. If I never attempt the stuff I'm not good at, no uh, one will ever know that I'm not good at it. Right? Yeah, so that... Yeah. that I, I will just be the o- perfect man. Yeah, <laughs> I just ran away from it. And so the fact that you haven't run away from it, I feel like that's the biggest hurdle you got to get over is getting started, cool, right? Yes. You.
1: Yes, that is overwhelming. But I feel your pain because I took a class too. This has been a couple of years, a Photoshop class yeah. um, with a whole bunch of photography majors. And I was like, I like to take pictures. And then we're in class and the teacher's literally like talking at lightning speed. Yeah like and then you do this and this and this and this and i'm like uh, assuming you know how to do all those things all those right. things you know, <laughs> you're like i don't steps one through 27 and i'm like can you go back to step one please? yeah oh for so sure it's yeah. overwhelming you know i had curious. this
0: experience in high school where i don't want this to sound braggy but i was one of the smarter <laughs> kids in the class i did pretty well in high school and i think that kind of got into my head a little bit mm-hmm. i was like i'm a pretty smart kid i kind of know what i'm doing <laughs> and then i got to college and like my brain exploded right as soon yeah. as i got into these classes where i was like oh my gosh There are other people in my class that are smarter than I (laughs) am. Yeah, 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 like That was kind of a honestly like hard thing for me to cope with for a little while. Wait, there are people in the world that are way brighter than I am. Mm. And I feel
2: like that's a really Uh important lesson to learn. Oh, it is. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not an easy one to learn. It's painful. Yeah. Through this process, I'm like you, I go path of least resistance. Um, Bree has actually been really helping me. I'm in this stage where I'm constantly having to re-ask why I'm doing this. When I do that, I shift my perspective to I'm doing this to learn a new thing. If I pass this class with a C, I have still learned new things that I didn't know before that. Absolutely. And that's kind of making all this worth it. Last night, I was struggling really hard, but in the moment, I was like, I'm learning. Now, Mm. having been in this class like a week and a half, I know how to do these things yeah. i didn't know before that's the definition yeah. of learning if, right? I, like if have I stop to go now, into something that you don't know right. to learn something <laughs> right it's if true. i stop now i have already accomplished my goal yeah. so the that's more i cool. keep going is just icing this sounds like a soft flex boss level <laughs> it's not no. this is so no. hard no, I, I'm, no I'm, it I'm doesn't
1: i mean quadratic formula no it does not sound like a soft <laughs> it should all, never if,
2: have been made if you would no. have just said that your real life boss level was the quadratic <laughs> formula
0: I,
1: we're, we're sold yep So this week I get to do search history, which means I get to give you a little glimpse into my search history and you get to guess what I was thinking or doing when I searched for said thing. I'm so excited. I have to give this caveat though. I feel like mine aren't going to be nearly as fun as your guys. Like Uh I just like going through my search history. I was like, these are just really boring or like really
0: straightforward. Okay. But like last week I had to go through my search history. Yeah. I searched for some pretty dumb stuff. (laughs) Yeah. And by dumb, I mean like boring stuff. Right. The vast majority of our Google searches are pretty, are
1: pretty boring. Yeah. On August 29th, I searched for street sweeper dog. What?
0: <laughs> street oh yeah, I totally know what yeah. that is.
2: Oh, you mean the street the, sweeper his dog. His name is that, yeah. Bosco that the runs street around sweeping dog. He's <laughs> a husky. He's a great boy. He's a good and fine boy. He's I've heard streets. that a lot of
0: municipal governments are kind of in cost-saving mode and they've found that <laughs> Paying salaries for animals is actually cheaper <laughs> than yeah. for humans. One dog treat because little that's known amazing. loophole in our laws is that minimum wage doesn't apply.
1: Amazing to animals. Oh, to
0: animals. Yeah,
1: that's amazing. So when yeah. you
0: pay a
2: dog to be the street sweeper <laughs> right. yeah. instead of people, you can okay. work him day and night. Exactly, yeah. work yeah. him like a dog. Work him. That's where that expression <laughs> that's actually, that exactly. that it actually came. That was Thomas Edison from. Yeah, that said that expression. <laughs> work him like a about dog. about Bosco the street sweeping dog. Yes, and he's <laughs> eternal. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, because Thomas Edison knew so that him, it for a long time. I was writing legendary you until just now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Specifically about Bosco.
0: So, we're trying to figure out what you actually were uh-huh. searching yes. for street here. Sweeping dog and uh-huh. if it's not Bosco, the eternal <laughs> <street> sweet <sweeping> dog, a <laughs> good and fine boy. <laughs> So obviously a dog can't actually drive a street sweeper, unfortunately. Yeah, that would be awesome. We don't have the technology just yet. Could a dog sweep streets in some other way? Maybe like individual individual little brooms on his paws? Yeah.
1: This is more fun than I expected. More of a manual
2: street sweeping kind of situation.
1: Those are amazing. That'd be guesses. a good
2: way to use. I like how Kara's trying to like tell us. <laughs> like, no, no, no. Like, no wait. No, wait let we us have keep, ideas. Let us keep going <laughs> with this. We, we, There's still
1: more. No, it's great. <laughs> I'm I'm enjoying it. I mean,
2: what if there was a way to use like shelter animal dogs?
0: Oh, oh <laughs> man, little
2: puppies. Yeah,
0: that'd be amazing. And it'd be They cute. Like you put little. They assign the smaller on alleys their, on their feet. Uh-huh. Yeah, they
2: assign the smaller streets and alleys to the smaller dogs. And they yeah. would.
1: Oh, they get to be out and hang out. Right. Oh, yeah. That would
2: be so nice. Give them some publicity. Maybe get them adopted.
1: There you go. They wear their little adoption vests while they're. Kara wants
0: to adopt a street
1: sweeping oh, dog. Oh, you
0: you've been a cat person up to this point. Maybe you need a dog.
1: We have been talking about dogs, but not right now.
0: And how much more useful would your dog be I if mean, it that could would, also?
1: That would be amazing. Sweep
0: your street, yeah. multi-purpose. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i feel looking, like if
0: you were gonna train your dog yeah to do something like practically useful yeah.
1: it wouldn't be that yeah probably. sweeping
0: your street is probably not yeah. high on the yes. lower on the priority <laughs> list <laughs> like kitchen for me. sweeping dog
1: yeah <laughs> that would work vacuuming because right now i have like yeah. an entire cat on my floor for all the. I say, of I've got to say, I've had
0: a dog for like 12 years and we have yet to teach him to do something practically okay, useful. So. Yeah. The only reason, honestly, <laughs> that I'm still making up ridiculous stuff is because I have no, no earthly I'm, clue. I'm OK, like, awesome. My best guess is Bosco.
1: OK, well, I thought you guys would actually get this because you yeah. live in the, in the realm of social media more than I do.
0: There must have been some sort of like viral story yes, there or something about a dog. Yes. Maybe he rides along in a street sweeper We're getting closer with uh-huh. somebody uh-huh. and like,
2: the kids like wave to him when he goes by or something. I don't know. I'm going to just tag on to his guest because I'm lost. OK, that's the best I that's, feel like I can do guess. is some sort of yes. viral
0: news story about a dog that rides along with a street sweeper that brings much joy to the children. Yes,
1: you're very, very <laughs> close, except he's not in a machine. OK, so there's a girl in Bangkok who is a street sweeper with a broom uh, and she wears her dog on her back what? like in a baby carrier uh, type thing okay. every day. What? And here's a picture, and you're gonna die. It's oh, the cutest thing ever. Puppy, so, cute, I heard about it somewhere and I wanted to see it and show it to someone. And then I looked at all the pictures and then I showed oh. all the people. I was like, look how cute this is. That I is mean, a good and
0: fine boy. I should have assumed yeah. from the outset that 90% <laughs> of any of Kara's Google searches are going to be for yeah. pictures of cute animals.
1: It's probably, yeah. yeah. So,
0: we probably should start assumption. operating from
2: that assumption. <laughs> this segment <in> the <laughs> might just be like when it's Kara's turn, yeah, and it's what animal did she search for? Fair. Google the cute yeah. animals. Yeah. Fair to assume.
0: Time for tier lists. This is a new segment on the show this season, popularized in video game culture and on Twitter, where people are kind of obsessed with making tier lists about pretty much anything. Uh-huh. So, you basically take a subject and you rank things within that subject in tiers from best to worst, and then you argue about them with other people. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's a really important part right. yeah. of the tier list process. Okay? okay. So, here's where I'm going with the tier list this week we're going to be discussing candy flavors by Color
1: nice, okay. Love it
0: now. There's lots of different types of candies, and they don't all have the exact same colors. But we're going to operate with the main colors of candy that you normally see, all right? So that would be right orange, yellow, purple, green, blue, pink, red. Okay, Th- those are kind of the main colors you see in most any type of candy. Gotcha. And in my opinion, some of these are almost always better than others, huh. right? And I'm going to lay it out for you here, okay? So we're going to go like Isaac did last week with the sparkling waters. We're gonna start with the bottom tier and work our way up to the top. Right. Trash right. tier. So yeah. trash tier, <laughs> D tier. This is the worst colors of candy. Wow. I'm gonna say yellow at the very bottom. Oh. And orange is also in this category as well. Really? Okay. okay. Okay, now here's what I'm thinking with yellow. Yellow and orange both are citrus flavors uh-huh. most of the time. Yeah. Yellow can also flex to banana. Yeah. Oh. And that's banana a- just. Yeah. One of the worst. I mean, I'll eat the like banana runts or something yeah, like banana. that. Yeah, Generally, banana is not going to be high on my list no, compared it's, to other it's flavors. Not good. No. And even lemon, a little bit better than banana. But, but not still, much. Those like citrus <laughs> flavors. I don't know. I'm not big on the citrus flavored candies. Okay. So yeah. that's kind of why I got yellow and orange at the bottom. Okay.
2: okay. I would say like lemon, if it's its own candy alone, like lemon drops. Bomb candy, very good. Mm. But like lemon flavored other candies, like if mm. it's a lemon and a multi pack of flavors, mm. okay, that's not good. I can respect that. I ride for so, lemon. So guys, yeah. yellow yeah. and
0: orange in the trash tier. There, we move up one tier to C tier. This is kind of like below average. Still. Yeah, I'm gonna go purple. Yeah.
1: Oh, ow. Oh. Purple.
0: Purple's usually grape. Okay. Every once in a while, you find something that's grape that's pretty good. Yeah. But I don't know. It, it's one of the like stronger flavors. It's a very that's popular true. like cough medicine flavor. Yeah. Oh. And I feel like it, a lot of times it's kind of tied to that cough medicine yeah. kind of taste. I don't know. Nine-year-old I'm,
1: Kara in me is upset at this because yeah. grape was like my favorite oh, everything. Oh, really? Grape slushies and grape gum and grape popsicles. Okay, so you're I a was, grape fan. I was, I, but I like did haven't... Did you lose it over time? I, I kind of did. I don't know that I really do much grape anything anymore.
2: Mm. So I have heard you. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm going to do this thing where I'm going to (laughs) pretend like you didn't just say that and I'm going to continue to say what I'm going to say. Okay. Grape should be buried under D. (laughs) Lower. Really? Wow. You would put it under? I've never had a grape flavored anything that I've enjoyed. Wow. I was a ride or die like squeeze bottle kid like the Kool-Aid squeeze bottles where you like break the little cap and drink it. Yeah. The grape always like hurt my throat for some reason. Like there was like this sharp like. Wow. I don't know what it was.
0: See I think I put it on C instead of D because for me like I don't hate grape necessarily but yeah. i also almost would never choose it over anything uh, else yeah. even when it comes to like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich grape jelly is kind of the like yeah. standard or whatever i would you almost like rather it. have strawberry, strawberry or some jam. other yeah. Yeah. jam over grape. Yeah. yeah yeah probably okay all right up to the b tier so now we're basically to like average and right. i feel like this is kind of the standard color of candy yeah red yep yes is yes. average cherry <laughs> is usually what red is yeah it's not bad. It's not offensive, but it's also not something where you're like, ooh, I want cherry. Yeah. Right. Most of the time. I actually really like cherry as a fruit uh-huh. a lot more than I like cherry flavored stuff. Yeah, uh, I, really. I, co-sign that. Because yeah. I feel like maybe even kind of like grapes too. Like cherry mm. and grape both have a very distinct artificialiness yeah. That's true. to their flavor. That yeah. I feel like actually a lot of kids really like. I was gonna but say But once you get into adulthood, you're kind of like. Yeah,
1: I
2: don't know. I
1: don't know that I've grown out of that yet. Okay. I, I still though. like. Yeah. I still like Twizzlers and cherry sours. Those are
2: good. Yeah. Have you ever done like a an half and half cherry slush with a Coke slush, Ooh. like a frozen Coke and a frozen no. cherry half and half? I have actually. It is purest form of okay, pleasure You're onto
0: something <laughs> with cherry as like a flavoring in things. Uh-huh. Like cherry yes. is a great addition, right? to go with a lot of stuff because it's saying, very versatile. We're saying candy color, right? Candy yeah. colors. And yeah. Just in terms of red, yeah. I feel like it's pretty average. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, those candies sounds average. are. Average. It sounds like red might be higher on the list. Maybe for just you. a
1: little bit, but I don't know. I like Twizzlers and Cherry Sours. But I'm not going to pick them out in a lineup of like, oh, yeah, that's my favorite. I'd say I really I'd bump want some of those.
0: Red Starbursts, because those are really good. Oh, red Starbursts right. are really good. Okay. All right. Now we're into the A tier. We're above average now. We're getting into the good ones. Okay. All right. So pink. Is up there for me nice. And I know like I'm up here going like Pink is really good <laughs> What? But strawberry what? man strawberries. Like, oh good. pink is strawberry Yeah is i
2: are never what? associated Pink with strawberry what would, It's what just it pink i <laughs> just always Took it as pink I never even so questioned it So like every it. other
0: color Purple is grape And red is cherry <laughs> yeah. And pink I is pink I never even pink questioned it pink. pink just, pink. just I really doesn't didn't. even Have a no. flavor Haven't associated. you ever
1: had A pink fruit Isn't it Am I wrong I don't know Is it pink strawberry normally? I didn't necessarily Directly associate that With it Because it could be Bubblegum
0: That's true I guess Yeah I feel like most of the time, like Skittles or yeah, like different a lot things of times like it Jolly is. Ranchers yeah. or that kind of stuff. Usually yeah. if it's pink, it's strawberry. That's okay. A but lot of times anyway, it is. That's kind of what I'm thinking here. Yeah. Strawberry is an above average candy flavor, strawberry I like. Strawberry
1: Starburst, yeah. my favorite. Like yep. we fight for those at the pink It's wrappers. like the slightly
0: better version of Cherry. It's just a straight upgrade to Cherry, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. the like, cherry's not bad. It's Cherry with all the DLC. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's awesome. All right. My other one in the A tier is green. Oh, green! Yes, now, this one I feel like could be potentially the most controversial. Yeah,
1: I'm, I, you're gonna have to explain this one to me. All
0: right, here's why I struggled with where to put green because green is usually one of two flavors, depending on the candy. Yep. It's either lime or it's sour green apple. Uh-huh. Yep. Okay. If we're talking lime. I probably would have downgraded green just a little bit. Yeah. Mm. I still like lime. I still think it's by far the superior citrus flavor when it comes to candy. <laughs> yeah. It's better than either orange or lemon. Because yeah. it's got a little something extra going on. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Such a foodie. Yeah. With my candy color. Yeah. Yeah. You say It's <laughs> a sour forward flavor. <laughs> yeah. So that's yeah. right. But sour green apple that's a different ballpark yeah okay green apple flavoring we're approaching godlike status yes <laughs> agreed we're not hard quite agree. there but like it's almost oh there man. hard agree so like if green was only green apple i might have actually bumped it up a tier yeah mm-hmm. because it's lime i kept it in the a tier with strawberry if it was only lime i might bump it down a tier so i feel like above average is kind of where it
2: averages out i love green apple i love all things sour do you remember like the Warhead candy spray? Oh my god! Do you remember Warhead candy spray? Yes. Sour green apple Warhead candy spray was kind of like the default mace for kids because we'd <laughs> spray each other in the face with it, and it would like burn your eyeballs out. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. I grew up with a lot of boys, and we did that. And it was great. So that sounds yeah. awful. I still love it though. So like I can be maced with it, and I still love it. <laughs> that like, is oh. it's that good. So
0: I've been drinking a lot more Gatorade lately okay. when I work out and oh, stuff. Yeah. There is a green. <laughs> Sorry. There is a <laughs> green apple flavored Gatorade. That's what? true. There is. Have you had it? No, I want You need to get green I'm apple Gatorade it. because it. it is like liquid gold
2: to me. It's
0: literally the thing that motivates me through some of my oh, workouts. My goodness. I'm like, if I finish this, I can drink liquid green apple <laughs> candy. <laughs> Incredible. That's basically what it tastes Incredible. like. It's probably yeah, terrible for me. Probably, yeah. It's liquid green apple candy <laughs> yeah. in a bottle. That's it. what it tastes like. Okay, yep. but it's I'm delicious. Not, I'm
1: not. I don't. I'm gonna go against you guys here. I'm not all about the green apple. Oh. The one green apple thing I liked when I was a kid was those suckers with the caramel on it. The green yeah. apple suckers with uh, caramel. Yeah. But I think it's because of the combination. All by itself. Uh, green apple and lime are almost a little too much for me too sour like yeah i don't want to get mauled here but i would bump that down to like a c for me oh. i know oh. don't please don't spray me with green apple spray
0: i have it ready <laughs> to spray we will, Mace you with green apple spray and that'll change uh, your mind oh yeah i'm sure like that it. will help That'll, that'll be the ticket yeah all right let's go to the s tier this is the king of candy color flavors it's clearly blue there's no contest <laughs> and if you want to argue this one you're wrong i'm gonna hard agree A- again anyone yeah. gonna go against blue i'm gonna the go best against blue flavor.
2: yeah <laughs> wow strong what would feelings. you put about blue Vincent and i both threw things uh, they, did.
1: they did i don't know Maybe, Nothing, maybe pain. <laughs> I don't do, I don't know. I like the love of the Lord. <laughs> Only, only
2: above blue candy. Wow.
1: Okay. I would probably put pink above blue because it's strawberry. I would say I like strawberry better than blue raspberry. All right. But I grew up in a family that didn't do sour things like at all. My mom doesn't even love regular raspberries. So I wasn't Whoa. accustomed to a lot of like sharp flavored things. I gotcha. So okay. Maybe
0: a little too much. I mean, okay. Me. If you were going to put one at the top <laughs> other than blue raspberry, strawberry is it's okay. Is at least we'll in A tier. Yeah, yeah. Like, We'll yeah. consider it. I'm not as <laughs> upset as I could be. Okay. <laughs> Still right. upset. Okay. Blue nothing, ras- the, here's yeah. the funny thing about blue raspberry as a flavor. It's not real. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's a. Yeah. But I feel like it's actually kind of somehow appropriate that like <laughs> the king of all of the candy flavors is it's a fruit real. that doesn't actually exist That's true. you can like, say that it's man's <laughs> greatest achievement I mean because all of these are artificial <laughs> flavors technically Yeah, right and like we tried to create all these artificial flavors based on actual flavors yeah yep. and then we we're like you know what forget
2: actual forget flavors it. let's yeah. just make up one right and then oh turns out that one's the best the scientist so. that cured all diseases <laughs> on his last day of living like created blue Raspberry. Oh, <laughs> like the same it was the same guy who was you like guys. all right we have all these vaccines now let's make a candy and <laughs> then the bomb dropped and he's like
0: Dum. you haven't lived until you've had a blue raspberry airhead. I
1: don't yeah. know if I have. Go
0: eat a blue raspberry okay. airhead. Do it now. It's just Do like it a, now. a pure sugar with wow. blue raspberry
2: thing. <laughs> Forgiveness has been top of mind for me recently because recently like a few people that I know have come to me and they've been hurt by someone mm. and I've kind of helped them walk through what forgiving can actually look like and then it's caused me to reevaluate how I have forgiven people in the past because I can't feel good about sitting with someone at length and talking about things and just going like oh yeah I mean like what you got to do is this this and this and like (laughs) present them with this plan to success like I'm some sort of YouTuber or something like (laughs) motivational speaker and I've looked at my own life and how I've forgiven people in the past And I've come to this hard revelation that I think I'm super bad at forgiving people. Mm. I am the king of going, oh, yeah, it's all good, dude. And then the narrator is like, but it wasn't. all good. (laughs) It was all bad. (laughs) (laughs) Isaac goes home that night and is mad for two days over (laughs) what just happened. Forgiveness. I don't know if it's a sort of in the moment thing or an ongoing process.
1: I feel like it's way more of a process. Maybe it starts with a decision. I know this needs to happen, mm-hmm. but I feel like it, it's it got to, I don't know anybody who can just do it instantly and be OK without processing it. Yeah. I mean, you know? I don't
0: think forgiveness is instinctual to us. No. Yeah. If anything, revenge is yeah. instinctive. Yeah, absolutely. Is it not? Sometimes peacemaking could be instinctive to some yes. people, but peacemaking and forgiveness are not necessarily the same thing, <laughs> right? No. Yeah. That's kind of what you're describing as you're saying, peacemaking comes as second nature to you. Yeah. So you say whatever needs to be said yep. to keep the peace, right. but it doesn't actually result in forgiveness, right. which mm. also has the byproduct of not resulting in long-term peace either. Yeah, exactly. So there's kind of this like short-term, uh, I'm going to make right. peace with this situation right now, or mm. a short-term anger and frustration and kind of revenge that comes out yeah. of like, This person hurt me. I wish I could hurt them back. Yeah. And for a lot of us, most of the time it doesn't come out. I'm actually going to punch this person in the face or I'm going (laughs) to like, you know, do something really dramatic. (laughs) It's either a little more subtle than that. Something a a barb or some passive aggressiveness that Mm -hmm. gets returned or. It's stuff that's more dramatic than that that just lives in my own mind. Well, I literally fantasize about saying mean things to someone or
2: quitting my job in a big flurry of like anger. Right. And is that really true forgiveness? If you still have all of that mulling around in your heart towards someone and certainly not don't feel like it is. And one (sighs) of the biggest rubs for me, and I think that you kind of brought this up just now, even is that we as a culture have kind of married forgiveness with peacemaking yeah. to where like the shorthand for peacemaking in a moment is just to immediately, oh, I forgive you. It's okay. Mm. In most scenarios, that's the only time that behavior is ever addressed. And then that's it. I was actually reading something this week that talked about how we teach this
0: interaction to our children. I don't know if you guys had this experience, but the most common format, I guess, that we give to our kids to process being wronged is kind of this I'm sorry, it's okay interaction yeah. that we reinforce to kids. So when they're very little, a lot of times things happen between little friends or siblings or whatever, right? Like my two daughters get into stuff with each other all the time. So when one of them pushes the other one down on purpose or by accident, a lot of times what we say is, hey, you need to tell your sister that you're sorry. That's good. So they say, I'm sorry. And then what do you need to say? It's okay. Right. Mm. They say, it's okay. Back. Now we hug and now we make up and now we're good. Yeah. Now there are some times I think we're saying it's okay is perfectly fine. Like if Kara and I are walking around the corner in a building, and I actually (laughs) accidentally bump into Kara, Uh and I say, "Oh, I'm sorry for bumping into you." And she says, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. That is okay. Right. Right. I mean, ultimately, she's saying, you made a slight little mistake. It's not a big deal. It is okay. You didn't do that on purpose. So now we've forgiven each other for what happened there and we can move on. Right. (laughs) Yes. But once you go much deeper than that, if a child pushes another child down intentionally on the playground and says, oh, I'm sorry. And the other kid says, it's okay. Well, was that really okay? It's yeah. really To not. push a kid down? It's Are not, you condoning that it's behavior? It's not actually okay. Yeah. yeah. Are we kind of implicitly teaching our kids to condone behavior that really shouldn't be mm-hmm. condoned mm-hmm. when we encourage them to say it's okay? And I don't feel like this is something that's limited to children. I think we kind of carry this into adulthood. Oh, totally. Yes. Where we have these interactions <clears throat> where maybe I actually say something kind of hurtful to Kara and then later say, you know what? I shouldn't have said that. I'm sorry. And Kara Sarah says it's okay I think there's a difference between saying it's okay and saying you're forgiven
1: I think there's a huge difference there because saying it's okay is kind of like saying the hurt didn't matter right and I should just get over it right and that is totally untrue right and so I think it's important to acknowledge the hurt and the not okayness of it because yeah. extending forgiveness implies that there's been a wrong done yeah. to you.
2: And I think for people who are naturally conflict averse, who are just people who want to make the peace.
1: Kara raises hand. Yeah, I mean both <laughs> of us yeah.
2: very much so. The saying it's okay thing is kind of dangerous because we then bury all the bitterness that we had that we didn't address yeah. and then it just looks like we're kind of checking that forgiveness box the way the Bible tells us to, mm. but then we end up being angry. And that only stacks up. Like You're still only carrying
0: all of that hurt around. You didn't actually do anything with right. it. You just yeah. stuffed it. Absolutely. Yeah. And anything that you stuff at some point is probably going to manifest itself again. Definitely. Yeah. And yeah, I think that stuffing down of all of those emotions yeah. is really, really dangerous. Yeah. And science actually backs this up. I was reading about some research where they found that victims of severe abuse who forgive their abuser receive measurable improvements in psychological and physical health like I get the psychological but like their bodies <laughs> right oh it's yeah. kind of intuitive if I forgive someone truly forgive someone I'm going to feel better right emotionally yeah. Yeah. or mentally but it actually physically affects us as well yeah I think this actually makes sense when you really stop to think about it because if you think back to the last time you felt like you were really wronged yeah. and there wasn't any sort of like immediate forgiveness or reconciliation or resolution of the issue right, right. something that you were carrying it around You guys are probably familiar with that pit of your stomach feeling, right? Oh, yeah. You know how that feels. Oh, yeah. You go home and you're trying to like, I don't know, wash dishes or something. And all you can think about is replaying what happened over and over in your mind. And you just feel that almost like sick to your stomach feeling. Yep isn't that the worst it's <laughs> totally the worst yeah
2: like i'm not an angry person until something like that happens right there's
0: just... physical manifestations pain, to that yeah according to this research they said that when you're feeling this well up inside of you the level of stress hormones in your bloodstream goes up mm. your blood pressure goes up it can contribute to weight gain wow. it creates a fog around your mind your mental acuity decreases it can even add weight and this is not so much like a metaphor. In one study, scientists found that people could actually jump higher after consciously Dude, forgetting What? That is so cool. That's so ridiculous. athletic performance actually increases...
2: Why I suck at basketball. After... <laughs> you forgive it <laughs> someone. Exactly. All those <laughs> basketball <laughs>
0: players must be really great at forgiving. Oh. Zen masters. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Another study showed that people who thought about a grudge viewed physical tasks as more demanding. Wow. So that's if you're incredible. feeling like you're holding on to resentment, if you're doing something that's physically demanding, it's going to feel harder. Wow. Because your body's just weighed down by it. That's I'm crazy. crazy. I'm such a
2: big nerd for when like science proves why biblical mandates are necessary that is just so cool to me like when god forever ago was like you need to forgive people it's good for you (laughs) right and then science (laughs) is like yo you can increase your dump shot (laughs) that is so so cool yeah so basically
0: the conclusion here is we put ourselves in literal physical bondage oh oh my gosh we don't deal with forgiveness whether that is because we're embracing the idea of revenge or maybe the idea of peacemaking and, and we don't uh, want to go deeper with it
2: yeah, yeah. yeah and i feel like there's this element of denial when we kind of go like well i'm just gonna forgive this person because that's gonna smooth things over and it's gonna make thanksgiving okay uh-huh. and we're all gonna be fine because <laughs> i'm the king of that man like oh, man. it's running away yeah and not actually addressing the root problem of it I know that we can't keep doing that. It's not sustainable. Right. Mm. In our culture right now, we're kind of, I feel like such a baby boomer when I'm like, in our culture, we've <laughs> got <laughs> these kids. like, And that's not to disparage them. I just feel like right now, the reality is that we celebrate people when they cut out quote unquote toxic people. Yes. So whenever someone is a problem for you, you're like, well, I'm just going to cut them out. Like, we're not going to talk anymore. Mm. I think the problem with that is that at any given point, I can be perceived as toxic if I'm not lining up with what you're needing in that moment. I don't know where forgiveness fits in this place where we're celebrating removing all conflict in your life. So Mm -hmm. if we're saying like, this person made me mad, I'm just going to cut them out. They're negative. I don't need them. they like, that's a bandaid on a bigger problem. And it's only going to hurt me more down the road. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And if we all keep doing that, I'm just going to cut out all the toxic people in my life. We're going to end up alone in our living room with our cats. Like, I mean, Which, that's
2: true. Yeah. You know, that's cats, how you <laughs> get there. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs>
0: What you're saying is conflict is an inevitable part of existing. It's unavoidable. Right. And so we got to learn how to deal with it at some level. Right. Right. Right.
1: So I appreciate that point, Isaac. You can't just blanket that statement over everybody that you disagree with in your life and be like, oh, they're all toxic, so I don't have to deal with this. But also then I have to come back to the point of is there a time for that when there truly is someone toxic that you're like, no, actually, I need to separate myself from this. Right. I feel like that is a real thing. Cases of severe abuse and manipulation and cults, things yeah. like that. So how do you differentiate between those? Yeah,
2: I think it's so important to find a place to draw a line that distinguishes long-suffering and then the time where it's so unhealthy that there's no room for this. Only God can bring redemption here. I don't know where mm. where that line is necessarily. I know it's important to find it, though. I think what you're talking about is the difference between forgiveness and
0: reconciliation. Yeah, like that's That's true. the word that I would use, mm. is ah. reconciliation. So what are the differences between those two? Yeah. Well, forgiveness doesn't require repentance oh, okay on the part of the perpetrator if someone wrongs you and you want to forgive them they don't necessarily have to have said i'm sorry for you to forgive them yeah. right mm. you have the power to forgive someone even if they don't feel any remorse about what they did yeah that makes it really hard i'm not trying to right. be flippant about that yeah but it's not a requirement right reconciliation i feel like requires repentance mm, yeah and if true. there's not repentance on the part of the perpetrator how can you reconcile? Yeah. Right. If they don't recognize that they've actually hurt you, they're not willing to acknowledge that they did something wrong. Yeah. That makes reconciliation
2: more or less impossible. Yeah. yeah. And so I feel like that's one really key difference between that's forgiveness helpful. and reconciliation. So, so we would say then that reconciliation is about the relationship between two people and forgiveness is more about what we do for ourselves. Right. Does I that, think so. Does I that mean, kind of make sense? Like, does mm-hmm. that scan, like we're saying it's about forgiveness is on us. it's not, how the other person receives it. We forgive them so we don't carry around all that baggage. Right. I think right. forgiveness has a lot more to do with us than it does anyone else. Right. I mean,
0: not that the other person isn't involved, obviously, right. but, no. but yeah. there are times I think where you could forgive another person without ever having another conversation with them. Mm. Yeah.
1: Definitely. You don't
0: necessarily even need to tell someone that you forgive them to forgive them. Right. We often think that requires calling someone up and saying, like, hey, I just want you to know I forgive you. Right. Let's say someone hurt you in your distant past from 10 15 years ago and you Uh never really forgave that person Mm -hmm. they said something hurtful to you back in high school or something like that is it necessarily a good idea to call up someone that you haven't talked to in 10 years and just yeah. say hey by the way we haven't spoken in like a decade but oh, a decade man. ago you said this thing to me and it really hurt me and I just want you to know that I forgive you like yeah I feel like that kind
2: of <laughs> comes across as kind of this like self-righteous like right it's right. kind like of like throwing a boot at someone like <laughs> yeah. just out of out of the blue like just <laughs> throw a thing at him like yeah. how what how huh? that's right. true like
0: I'm not sure that that's necessarily the appropriate way to do it yeah forgiveness may still be required there doesn't mean right. that there isn't something that you need to work through, but it's really about you at that point. Right. Yes, That doesn't mean that that person didn't wrong you or that they weren't involved in it. Right. But forgiveness doesn't really require them to be a part of that situation at that point. It's right. a good point.
2: Again, like forgiving doesn't negate all the injustice and the wrong that's been done to you. It's no. actually, I think acknowledging it and saying, no, this was very inappropriate and this was wrong and this hurt so bad. Even so, I'm going to make the decision here to forgive because I have been forgiven for all of my wrongdoing. So
1: how does it work, though? Because, I mean, I can make the decision today, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't change my feelings. This still hurts. How does that process happen? I guess I'm asking, but I'm also... Saying for me, it is very much a process. Like I was reading over some old journals yesterday and had forgotten some of the process that had taken place over the last like five years about a couple of different things. And reading back through those journals, I was like, man, that was like a daily struggle. For me, it was like just continually bringing it back to God and saying, this doesn't feel good. This sucks. I don't want to forgive, but also I want to want to forgive. So right. like, you're going to have to help me. I know I'm supposed to do this.
0: Totally. <laughs> I know
1: it's good for me, but I don't know how to do it. So I, I just had to keep bringing it back over and over and over and be like, you got to help me because... Yeah. I can't do this. I
0: I feel like what you're describing is a really important part of the process. Yeah. And it's one that we often skip over, especially when we're going the peacemaking route. Yeah. Yeah. We skip over actually processing how we feel. Yes. There's all these Psalms that are actually, when you read them, really dark and kind of disturbing. You read things in the Psalms where the Psalmist is saying things like, Oh, God, please take the Babylonians and take their babies and crush uh, their heads with rocks. And, t- and you're like going, what? Whoa, dude. You yeah, got like, put that
2: in cursive font on your wall in yeah, your house. Like, exactly. That's not one of those. I'm not going
0: to crochet something with that <laughs> in it. That's not cool, man. Why is this in scripture? Why are they yeah. doing this? Why are they talking about this? The Israelites obviously had this habit of being really open and honest about how they're feeling with God. Yeah. yeah. The word that comes to mind when you read those Psalms is lament. They're lamenting. Yeah. And I feel like lamenting is kind of the first step in the forgiveness process. Yep. Clearly the Israelites had been wronged by the Babylonians, Mm -hmm. right? How did Daniel, for example, an Israelite exist in Babylonian culture and actually work for the king and like do all these things? Like, I mean, he wasn't going around trying to smash babies' heads with rocks. No, that's not the route he actually ended up taking. But maybe he kind of felt like he wanted to do that at some point or another, like, you know, when he was taken into slavery. Right. He probably didn't have a great attitude about that the whole time because he was human. Right. Right. So lamenting is kind of, I think, the first step on the road to forgiveness. We face the darkness. We face the bitterness. Honestly. Because it's easy to pay lip service to forgiveness if we're like stuck Mm -hmm. in indifference. Yeah. It's easy to say we've forgiven if we haven't actually felt our anger. Yep. But if we feel the full brunt of those emotions, now we're forced to reckon with them.
1: And I think that's so important because I love to deny my anger and pretend it doesn't exist and everything is fine. And then... One day the anger just kind of explodes and it's not very pretty. Yeah, I felt like if I'm angry, that means I haven't forgiven them. So I felt guilty, and then I felt distance from God, mm-hmm. and was like, Been I can't talk to you until yeah. I forgive this person. Right. But yeah. I'm too Instead angry. Instead of recognizing, to forgive, no,
0: dealing with that anger is actually part it's of part forgiving. of the process. Yeah.
1: yeah, you have to go through that step in order to get to the other side.
2: Oh, This is so dumb. I hate <laughs> this. Like I, again, this truly is an issue for me. And Carol, you and I being conflict-averse people, shout out to Melissa, my counselor on this one because she helped me crack this nut a while ago <laughs> if we are conflict averse with other people how are we so stupid to say that we're not going to be conflict averse with ourselves Ooh. so we're going to avoid all internal wrestling with things oh
1: man and yeah i know i know, Stop I know. That.
2: <laughs> and we were having this talk a few weeks ago and she was like you don't know how to be angry Oh, snap. And I was like, what do you mean? And she's like, you're telling me all of this. You're Mm -hmm. telling me how you've been wronged and how this is all bad. I'm hearing a lot of facts. You're trying to be angry about this, but you don't know how to do it. Yep. And it's because I don't want to wrestle with. No, they really wronged me. And I'm mad. My whole life I've been suppressing that lamenting stage. That's so important to the grief. Because I'm afraid to go. Yeah. No, I'm mad at this person. I'm almost scared that God is going to find out that I'm mad. Right. Even though I should be.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> now, quick interjection here. Lamenting to the person that you're trying to forgive may not be a great idea. Right. 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 So going to that person and saying, you hurt me and I really am angry at you and, mm. and going yeah. off on them. Yeah, probably know. not yeah. a good idea. Lamenting to God. He's big enough to handle it. Right. In fact, he already did. This was a really interesting thing I read this week. And I was like, whoa, that's kind of mind blowing. Jesus already died for the sin that was committed against you. Yeah. That you're upset about. Right. It's already been taken care of. So God is big enough to yeah. deal with all of your anger and frustration about it.
1: Isaac, what you brought up is super important. Sometimes the wrong is going to be so deep and the grief, it's going to be so much that you can't process it alone. Not only do you need to take it to God, you need to take it to a counselor. There is nothing to be ashamed of mm-hmm. about that because we all get to those places where we're like, I literally can't even. Yeah, And yeah. you need somebody to help you process that. So, Counselors
0: are rad. And yeah, it. it's are. not a one time no. thing either, right? Like no. it's not just a, oh, I wrote everything down on paper or I had a Counseling session and now it's all better. And now I'm good. Now (laughs) I can go to step two. We're still here. (laughs) Like step one may be a long cycle depending on how deep that hurt was. Definitely.
1: I think that's super important. And I listened to a message yesterday about forgiveness that made some really, really good points. That forgiveness is really costly. It costs the victim a lot. Mm. to forgive because the wrong has been done against them, but yet it's their responsibility to forgive. And that just doesn't seem fair.
0: But we keep coming back to that as like, it's, it's hard. not this easy process. <laughs> yeah. right? I was trying to think through this question. Why is forgiveness so hard? What is it about forgiveness that makes it difficult? Forgiveness is hard because forgiveness means suffering. Oh, this was a kind of a brand new thought To me this week. But if you think about the parable of the guy who spends all his money and goes back to the master and the master, like, forgives his debt, how does he do that? At his own personal expense, right? That means he has to eat the money that was lost. That's his money that disappeared and he's not getting it back, right? So when we're canceling debt by forgiving someone, we're doing that at personal expense, right? Yeah. So it places demands on the person who has been wounded. Yeah. And it asks for the one who was wrong to absorb the sin committed by another. Yeah. And that's painful. It yeah, feels like hurts. we're it feels suffering.
2: Like we're giving somebody something after they've already taken from us in the first place. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, like
0: it's like you're being hurt all over. Again. Why? Yeah. Why
2: would I give you love and compassion if you've already taken this from me? That's drawing too much. That's asking too much of me to say, well, right. now on top of all of this, I'm going to give you more. That to me hits harder than just turn the other cheek because that's just incurring more damage like i feel tough i can take that but Mm. when i have to turn around and then extend forgiveness to you that's so hard yeah
0: and there's some other examples christ uses other than just turning the other cheek right like he talks about if someone forces you in servitude to walk a mile with them Mm-hmm. He says walk an extra mile with yeah. them.
1: And if they take your cloak, give them your shirt also or yeah. something, which is right. what you're talking right. about. Yeah. Like give giving them
0: more. Yeah. Giving them something. Like give yeah. them something of yours in addition to what they took from you. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. that's a big, big ask. But forgiveness as a form of suffering, I think helps me contextualize that a little bit and understand. Yeah why it's difficult because suffering was at the heart of who Jesus was. Totally. Mm-hmm. Forgiveness and suffering are very much tied to the identity of Jesus. Yeah. The greatest example of forgiveness that we have is Jesus forgiving those who executed him and all of humanity literally while hanging on a cross. Mm-hmm. He says, "Father, forgive them." While he's yeah. enduring suffering, he's forgiving. Yeah. So yeah. suffering and forgiveness go hand in hand. They're Ooh. very very closely linked. And I think ultimately that's what makes forgiveness So difficult. Mm -hmm. And that goes back to the point that you are making, Kara, which is we need Jesus's help to make this happen. Right. Because (laughs) we can't bear the weight of all that suffering on our own. And the glorious truth is Jesus already has. Yes.
1: We don't have to forgive alone. We're not being asked to do that because Jesus knows it's impossible. That's why we need. Yeah his help. Well, that's why we need grace. And, right. and that's the only way I think we can do this.
0: I don't know about you, but there have been times in my life where I've been so overwhelmed by the idea that God forgives me mm. despite all of my stuff. Yeah. yeah, And I think if you can tap back into that understanding of the depth of God's grace, yeah. that's what enables us to forgive <laughs> others. Our on repeat song for this episode is Blessed Up by
2: Wandae. One One Wandae
0: is a pretty new rap artist. She was the first female rap artist to be signed to Reach Records, which is Lecrae's label with Lecrae and Andy Minio and all these other dudes, Tadashi that, you know, that's cool. I love the fact that we're starting to see more female hip hop artists in the scene. One day released her first release in 2018. So just last year, now she's released a couple of singles on Reach Records, including this song, Blessed Up, which has done really, really well in the Christian hip hop scene. I love this song because I think it's super catchy. I love Wande as well. I think she sounds like she belongs on Reach Records. She fits right into their sound.
2: That's really cool. Uh, And this song has basically proven that out because it's done so well. The danger of all Christian hip hop is that you can make it in with just skill, but if you don't have the elements of actual hip hop culture behind you, Mm. it just doesn't feel like a holistic, real, actual rapper to me. When Wande released the music video for I Gotta Live, she has like the clout goggles on, like the... A rapper, like There's this trend in hip hop where like they would wear like these like, snowmobile goggles. Right, and I was, oh my like, gosh! Oh, she might actually be real. Okay, cool. So <laughs> I got was into the, it was the snowmobile. Yeah, goggles like, I and was like you. cloud goggles. All right, we're good. <laughs> That's awesome. But honestly, like this song. When I picture like redemptive hip hop, I picture this song. Bearing the fruit. I got the juice. Just like that. Like, <laughs> so good. It's the lyrics that actually are kind of redemptive, but it still doesn't compromise on hip hop. Right. It's very very hip hop, yeah. and it doesn't
0: overly christianese itself yeah. like, no, like to try to fit into ccm like yeah. god
1: has been cooking now i got the soup
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but it, it very much is stays true to like the hip-hop roots but then yeah. also as you start to break it down there's a very redemptive message yeah. built yeah, into for it sure which is very subversive really in hip-hop culture yeah, yeah.
1: and it's interesting because she actually in this verse i'm reading she talks about what we talked about today i keep it real never flip like reciprocals i had to heal and forgive unforgivables There's some fun lyrics in here. I like the soup one is, I think my favorite.
0: (laughs) (laughs) One of the ones that I really like is from the second verse where she says, now you're worth looking real low. Like a clearance got you giving up where the perseverance got to stick to it. Even with the interference, got to stay prayed up. Yeah. I'm talking about the spirit. Like this idea that like we all get broken down, which she talks about in the chorus. Mm. I've been blessed up. I've been broke down. Mm. Both of those are a part of the Christian life. right? Those moments of blessing, those moments of brokenness, Recognizing our blessings is something that we still have to do in the midst of that roller coaster ride that we're yeah. on. By the way, if you want to hear more from one day, two song recommendations for you in love Mm -hmm. i-n-l-u-v is a song that you should check out from one day she talks about basically a romantic relationship in that song and then the other one is bands with a dollar sign for the s at the end because hip-hop yeah Uh, that (laughs) one is actually really good too and it's really interesting because it specifically talks about her role as a female rapper in the hip-hop world and kind of how that uniquely positions her and she kind of addresses a lot of the guys in that song.
2: So guys, thank you so much for hopping on this podcast with me and addressing forgiveness, this big monster Uh. of a topic. (laughs) And you, if you're listening to this and you made it to this point in the podcast, you are a real one. Thank you so much for listening to a full podcast. Who does that? That's amazing. (laughs) Since you're a real one, join our Real FM Insider Group on Facebook you can search real fm insiders and find it request to join i'll get you in there it's where we all hang out i mean like we are in there all the time and we are yeah. talking about podcast ideas you can participate in this and maybe set some topics for us so. yeah we have a lot of discussions about the topics that we actually discuss on the podcast yes. so if you'd
0: like to take the conversation a little bit further with us that'd be a great place yeah. to do that yeah. so
2: normally where other podcasters are going to pitch like underwear or like toothbrushes <laughs> i'm gonna say please 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 join our facebook group
1: for listening to the Real Talk podcast from Real FM. Catch Afternoons with Anson and Kara from 3 to 7 p.m. live
2: every weekday on Real FM radio. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast do not necessarily represent or reflect the views of John Brown University, KLRC Radio, or Real
0: FM.